All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are locked and loaded for yet another episode of The Conspiracy Farm. I'm Mr. Jeffrey Wilson, coming to you live and direct with my uh, partner in crime, UFC Hall of Famer, ass kicker, Mr. Pat Milicic. What's up, brother? Uh, too much is up. Yeah, that's right. Brain is, brain is overloading, my friend. It's, uh, things, are, things are getting squirrely. Well, it's been an interesting last couple of weeks, man. We got, I mean, so much we're going to get into today. A little Trump language, a little Trump politics, a little, you know, presidential stuff. Hillary, WikiLeaks, Syria. Where do you want to start, champ? I mean, easy target, Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> she does seem to have the bullseye on her back, right? And, the, and a fly on her face, too, apparently, from watching the debate. <laughs> That's uh, straight out of Amityville. They, well, they, they smell the bullshit out of Amityville. That's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, so where do we start, man? You know, we've we've got another WikiLeak dump. Do we do we start with the debate first? The the WikiLeak dump kind of happened today. Another one. Um, there was kind of a horrible one last week where they got everybody up here in the U.S. at two in the morning for absolutely nothing. Yeah, um, you were you were quite frustrated with that, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. That was all hyped up. Like the first one was canceled for security reasons, and the next one was just like. He teaches us how to make coffee or something. I mean, it was quite anticlimactic. You know, here's the thing, though. I knew that this stuff was coming, right? Yeah. And I, I, I kind of told you, dude, they're just doing diversionary stuff to mess with somebody, whoever, whoever might be out there with a scope on Julian Assange. They're just they're just throwing curveballs back at them. That's all that is. You know, they, they, they have the info. It was just a matter of, you know, let's not, uh, let's not give them – um, the, our schedule of attack, as the U.S. government does with its military to the frickin' media, right? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get into a little bit. Of that. I mean, I just, I wonder, like, why is this, why this piecemeal information, like, drop the bomb, dude, not literally, but bring us, give us the info, dude, we got 30 days left, man, and it's like, the longer he waits to give us the good stuff, you know, the more likely it is that she's, you know, getting closer and closer to election, I mean, I well, guess... Well, do you, do you... Do you dump fifty thousand, a hundred thousand documents on people at one time? Yeah, or, that's true. Or do you, that is true. Or do you give them enough that they, that, you know, that 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 people who want to, you know, go through it have time to get through it, true. make those notes that that are needed, the main points out of those things, and, and get that out. Right. It is quite a bit. So I mean, I guess let's get into a few of them. You you were dropping off a couple here before we went on air here. Oh, it's it's. What, uh, what do we got? You know, this one, we, you and I have been talking about this all along. We've been talking about this for years before we ever had the conspiracy farm. Knew what was going on, and and these emails prove it. It's In an email released in the recent WikiLeaks dump laid out Democrat presidential nominee Hillary Clinton's plan for the real future, and it didn't include justice, equality, and fairness. Instead, Clinton's plan for the future revolved around maintaining political power while working to create an unaware and compliant citizenry. This comes from... Um, Conservative Tribune. Obviously, this is directly pulled from WikiLeaks documents. But uh, the email came from Bill Ivey, who was appointed chairman of the National Endowment of the Arts under Clinton, under Bill Clinton, hmm. and uh, during his second term, um, to John Podesta. And Podesta's getting hammered right now because a lot yes. of this ties him together with all of this stuff. But uh, how considered how Clinton could fight against Trump and appeal and suggested that simply falling back on previous policies would not work. So it's uh, um, quoted in here, and as, as I've mentioned, we've all been quite content to demean government, drop civics, and in general conspire to produce an unaware and compliant citizenry. Mm. These these are some disgusting, disgusting human beings, buddy. This, well, these yeah, yeah. I mean, this is all – this is definitely part of the larger social engineering. They don't, I mean, we're metrics to them. We're just, you know, we're not citizens of our given, you know, republic or citizens of this country. We're just numbers. We're, you know what I mean? Especially every four years. It's how do we, how do we advertise? How do we cater to this particular metric, this demographic? And then, you know, after that, they go back to, you know, keeping us asleep. And another email here with Podesta, they're talking about, um, and we brought this up too, the, the role of, uh, George Soros and a lot of some of this social unrest with his funding of some of Black Lives Matter. Absolutely. With a larger end to federalize police. And what Podesta says in some of these emails is he's looking for basically uh, federal bureaucrats to oversee uh, police activities, m moving towards, you know, an overall federalization of, of the police force. And we've mentioned it several times. Yeah, this is the proof that we that we want, uh, that we needed um, to back what you and I have been saying. We had... Other documents released by WikiLeaks to back what we were saying, federalizing police and 
people calling me a lunatic. Right. Uh, this proves that I'm correct and you're correct and that we aren't wearing tinfoil hats. We know what the hell we're talking about and people need to, need to actually investigate this stuff for themselves a little bit to understand that, that what we're telling you is absolutely 100% fact that that's the goal. And being a guy who trains law enforcement, I've been aware of this stuff. These guys know what's going on. They know that these riots are being engineered. They know that, um, them getting picked off by people shooting at them, things like this. Um, any, any chance they can to get anything on the media, any film, any footage of a cop doing anything remotely wrong, or even in many cases, um, when they've, they've had good shoots, legitimate shoots, when a guy's going to pull a gun out, won't drop a gun, whatever it is, right. but the media instantly off the bat paints it as the guy's unarmed or because there wasn't the, the footage wasn't released yet or whatever, mm-hmm. jump the conclusions on purpose to feed this painting agenda. the narrative without the actual evidence or whatever coming out. Absolutely, man. And, and, you know, and that's not to say, from my perspective, that's not to say, you know, it's all good with the police. For, I mean, there, like you said, we right. talked about, there are some bad apples and there's some definitely some shit going on and has been going on. But there's also a larger, uh, like we talked about, instigating force that's that's provoking certain aspects of this for a larger end. It's not just about, you know, this, this issue of Black Lives Matter and the police and the adversarial nature sometimes in certain areas. That's being exacerbated. That's being used almost like we're going to talk about with ISIS as as a, a incendiary type of uh, thing for later on down the line, larger social unrest. Well, and to and, tell you how this how the media has taken control of people's minds in this nation. Um, a good friend friend of mine who uh, was a boxing writer, still is a boxing writer, and I worked with him at ESPN. Love the guy. He's a great guy. Um, black gentleman from Philadelphia. Posts on Facebook. I'm friends with him on Facebook. And he posts a video of, of Mayweather saying, you know, I'm here to say, dude, all lives matter. You know, people need to actually um, stop breaking the law. And, and if a cop tells you, dude, drop the gun, drop the gun. You know, right. if he tells you to lay down, just do it. And, and there's not going to be any problems. I mean, common sense has to, has to rule the day here. And Franklin McNeil had a problem with Mayweather. Here's a really smart guy, a writer and, and a sports reporter who's, who's a very smart guy sitting there buying into this media garbage and saying, you know, I'm completely disappointed with Floyd Mayweather. This is, this is ridiculous. You know, whatever else he was saying, I'm paraphrasing, but I thought I, I wrote to him. I said, you know, what, what is it that Mayweather said that you have a problem with? I want you to be specific here, dude. This is, this is insane. I, I I think from the from the from the perspective from I'm trying to I try to grasp their perspective as well and to a large extent I get it historically from a philosophical standpoint yes we all understand all lives matter I think right. the thrust of what the legitimate cats in that group are saying historically there has been an issue and people of color's lives haven't mattered in in certain many cases not just the police the discrimination financially housing wise educationally right. employment so I mean there, there is some historical precedent to it but it like I said it's just been hijacked now almost like the tea party back in the day it's we're it's not about the legitimacy of this issue now. It's now been, like I said, hijacked by some Soros cats and and serious money, like tens of millions of dollars, you know, utilized for this again this larger end of federalizing the police force. And that's just that sector that Soros has donated money right, to. Right. Exactly. You know, it's it's in hundreds of millions, if if not close to a billion dollars. They say. Yeah, absolutely. And in, in turning this country upside down. I mean, he's like you've talked about before. He's he's invested money in destabilizing and uh, uh, and influencing stuff in the U- in Ukraine. I mean, he's got his hands in in a lot of stuff. Got Glenn Beck thrown off the air, right? Yeah. So I mean, like we've talked about, go look up George Soros and kind of these these recent dumps uh, about his kind of agenda from a social engineering standpoint. I mean, he's definitely at the top uh, top of the food chain here as far as engineering uh, the direction of our society right, right now, and as, now well, as well as other global events. I want to go back because this is important. Yeah. Um, put your black hat on, right? You're, you're a black American. Think, think about this. Um, and I want you to analyze it from your standpoint. When you say, you know, in many instances with housing and, and, and employment and a lot of other things, black lives have not mattered. And that's true. And in my mind, it's because of the, the pushing of entitlements upon 
those communities and minority communities to make them dependent and subservient to government so that they're basically neuterized. I think I think that is definitely a part of it, Pat, for sure. But I think that secondary to almost I don't know if you ever caught that that Birth of a Nation documentary, not the new movie out, but you know, the 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 demonizing of in this particular case, black people, black men, painting, painting, uh, you know, the mammy in such unflattering ways, the the Uncle Remus, the Sambo, like all of these images were very mainstream to the point and, where they're and still. Who was, and who was responsible that for that? The the same, the same people, the same cut of cloth of people who are pushing these entitlements, right? Well, I mean, I, it's, it's really hard to say that. I mean, it's because the different different society kind of has different. Uh, like I like I said, I think that the entitlement and stuff is part of keeping whatever group it is. I think that the, the entitlement part you're talking about, I think, extends beyond the racial and then moves into the class issue and keeping the have nots have nots. Right. Absolutely. And the racial the racial part is just a part of that. Yeah, um, because we know that whites are the the biggest beneficiaries of entitlements. Well, I don't you know, know about that. Well, I mean, no, are you, no, number wise, maybe not percentage per capita, but but. Overall, well, I mean, when you look at corporate welfare, co corporate welfare significantly exceeds social welfare. I mean, right. and that's but that's, that's, that's for different purposes. That's sure, that's but I mean, it's still it's still a government subsidy of be, you know what I mean. The politicians and the and the uh, and the corporations, right? Well, yeah, that that that's a whole symbiotic relationship, and yeah, like those are on different levels, but um, done for different reasons. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, part more more of these more of these. Um, more of these emails, we're seeing, you know, ISIS. We're seeing who, what we've talked about, and crazy cats like Alex Jones. I'm not a huge fan of him, but he's been saying for years, and many people who were clowned over the last 10, 15 years talking about how the government is funding ISIS and other governments, particularly our allies, uh, Pakistan, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, are funding this proxy army we know as ISIS. Yeah, and well, you, you know, obviously, like like we talked about before too, was the the fact that in Afghanistan, funding the Taliban, um, Al Qaeda fighting the Russians, um, as I said before, I think that that was a. You, you, I guess you couldn't categorize it as a noble funding of scumbags, but at the time, the Cold War, breaking the Bank of Russia, um, stopping communism, all that, all that stuff, um, stopping a communist nation from gaining, you know, um, all of the goodies, the mineral rights, and all that stuff in Afghanistan was was pretty important back then. But well, I mean, it's always for them. It's always some means to an end. Like they they'll always rationalize it. Then it was communism. Now you know it's just to, to facilitate, you know, world domination almost. You know what I mean? To facilitate the drug trade, the arms trade, like we talk about all the time. Right, right. And uh, oh God, it's what was I going to say? The 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 human nightmare that's unfolding around. I mean. The footage from Paris now—it's absolute, absolutely a war zone where the police cannot control the situation. Um, things are burning to the ground. It's—it's it's nuts. There's so many videos coming out now of what's truly going on that the media is not covering uh, because of these these uh, folks from the Middle East being flooded into these cities and just literally destroying things. It's—it's it's turning into a war zone. They're bringing it with them. Yeah. I mean, again, like by design, from what I'm seeing on these new documents, the new leaked documents, you know, uh, George Soros is referring, you know, to this engineered, what we're talking about, this engineered immigration crisis, which he's calling the new normal, and basically utilizing that for political expediency. And we know what that's going to be, basically facilitating more terror. And, and they were almost bold to the point that they weren't hiding it, that think of how the citizenry is not freaking out here in this country and around the world that people have been have been numb to the fact that the globalists weren't even hiding their agendas anymore right, right. No. so it almost it almost isn't having imagine if these emails were released 10 or 20 years ago what would happen these people would be in prison yeah and that's what's really been frustrating me the last couple of weeks. I mean, honestly, our, before our conversation with Chevello, I was already kind of just digging into the, you know, even just ancient shit, man, and just kind of just understanding like our reality is like turned upside down. What we've been taught, we've just been lied to on so many different levels, you know, from all of these, man, from the economic to the religious to the social to the political. We've just we've been presented this weird, weird, bizarre world, and it's just I, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of just been bugging me out, man, because we're really – and this isn't me and Pat. I say I know everything. That's really not it, man. But there's a lot of people who don't 
no shit and it's scary as hell um like this trump hillary thing it's like i don't like trump what he said was deplorable but ladies and gentlemen are we willing to put sociopathic rapist criminals body count having drug running millions of hundreds of millions of dollars of cocaine money funneling individuals in the white house you know cigar using on his mistress in the oval office come on man where is our fucking moral compass at I know, I know, dude. It, it tells you a lot about the citizenry, the the, the voting block. No, and when it, you and I say this stuff, we're the crazy ones until a WikiLeaks comes out, or it's like a year or two, then it gets validated. You know what well, I mean? That's it's the like, thing. That's the thing, because I know you've gone through through it too, because we've actually spent a lot of time researching this stuff and and finding it out and going, holy god! And then when you tell people, they look at you like you're crazy, and you go, that's when you you know you go through that period of, am I crazy? Right. I mean, do am am I really crazy? Because because so many people are watching the Today Show for their news, yeah, and looking at us, going, "Dude, you are off your rocker. What are you right. talking about?" And then when this stuff starts coming out, and people start going, "Oh shit, these guys actually do know what they're talking about." So that's the thing is, you know, you you think about Andrew Breitbart, you know, that he, I mean, that guy was breaking some sick news um, on the cutting edge. He and his people, you know, before he passed away, and you you think, you know, he was a guy that was so bold and unafraid. To, to break this stuff, um, and I think it's emboldened guys like you and I, right? Well, yeah. I mean, ho- hopefully we don't exactly end up the same. You know, God bless the dead, but you know, I, he, that guy was killed. Like, you know, then his coroner was killed. Right. And, you know, they're they're not uh, they're not adverse anymore to killing uh, journalists. You know, a la Michael Hastings. You know, any of these guys. But um, right. it just like I said, man, I. I've just been really kind of frustrated because I I just see so many people going off on Trump and again this this kind of this isn't a binary thing for me if I'm talking smack about Trump it doesn't mean I love Hillary or vice versa right, but right. I just it just people's butt hurtness off his words let we let's talk about that let's have that conversation after we have the conversation of this fucking oligarchy of, of this Clinton part of this Clinton machine that is straight criminal gangster that's about to go back into the White House. You know what right. I mean? That's right. for me the real conversation. Well, and these and these sick bastards, these this whole globalist apparatus that the Clintons are part of, um, you know, with this with this situation in Syria. You know, a friend of mine just sent me some videos. Um, one on, you know, why Gaddafi was killed, which you and I talked about a long time ago, and we've known for years why Gaddafi was killed because he created the dinar and wanted gold for his for his oil. It's just that's the fact. That's why he was killed. It wasn't because he was a terrorist scumbag. It was because he was no longer wanting to. He accept was our terrorist scumbag dollar. for a while, but yeah, right. That's just the way it was. But uh, you know, with Assad, you know, we've I don't know how many times we have to mention why Assad's country is under siege right now, why we funded ISIS along with the Saudis and, and uh, Qatar and, and other other nations to take him out because he doesn't want the globalists to control his monetary system. It's just a fact. That's yeah. the way it is. Wake the fuck up, people. Well right? and it's and it's and now we're now we're now Russia has moved its its anti aircraft yeah. missiles into position. Missiles fully capable of taking our planes down. And now we're that'll hit- start it. Now, dude, we are hitting Syrian forces directly. This is no longer a proxy war yeah. where we fund terrorists and the Russians fund Assad. Now, now we're getting involved. And how yeah. long does it take until one of those Russian missiles shoots one of our planes down? And now we've got a true hot war between Russia and America. That's these sick bastards. What they're doing? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the other thing, man. This Syrian thing is really the other part that's really been kind of pissing me off and frustrating me because. I I get I extrapolate news from everywhere, especially over there. And when you get the word on the ground over there, and hearing and when you see like Aleppo and and um, Homs, I forget anyway, any of those cities just completely destroyed. And the narrative they literally feed us is Assad's doing it to his own people. We have to fund these rebels to stop it, which is just absolute complete horseshit, dude. Uh, yeah. Literally, the people are with um, Assad. They're with the Assad government and have been 100%. for years. 100%. Yeah, and so what you're seeing all these burnout buildings, and the, this is the other thing that just really pisses me off, man. It really kind of gets me a little emotional. Like that picture of that kid from a few weeks ago, that kid that was just sitting there on that bench covered in blood and soot because of all of this bullshit. You know what I mean? And when you pull back from that, oh shit! When you pull back from that picture. 
it's all these freaking photographers just praying and just shooting this little kid just sitting there by himself. Not that kid doesn't even know yet that his mom and his brother and I think his father were dead. And right. it, when you know that all of this is horseshit and they're just lying to you guys, they're blatantly lying to us. And no one wants to think they're being played, but this is being played on such a ridiculous level and we're allowing it. And like you just said, dude, it's about to facilitate possible World War Three. And we haven't even talked about China's role in any of this yet. Yeah, because China's going to step in. You know they will. And you know who they're going to step in on behalf of, and it's not for us. Well, and dude, I'm telling you, Lavrov, the foreign minister, Putin, nobody, I mean, I'm not saying I love these people, but I'm just saying Putin has been letting us know for, I think, about a year now when he punked us in front, I think it was the UN or whatever, whatever it was, and told everybody that the U.S. and all these countries are funding ISIS. He was saying yeah. it in these kind of diplomatic yeah. terms, but he pretty much was letting the world know that this is horseshit. You know, if you guys want to start a war, let's start a war, but at least know why it's being started. And yeah. ladies and gentlemen, America, whoever listens to this, man, we all know it. It's coming out. Look at look up for yourself, man. We're just being lied to. And all that whole America, rah, rah, I get it, man, but all that's being used against us, this whole East versus West, Christian versus Muslim, yes, there is some real Islamic terror out there trying to take some shit over. But they would not be near as effective if they didn't have five, six, seven damn countries giving them top top shelf weaponry. Right, and like I say again, the, just the the people out there that listen to this podcast have to ask themselves why if 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 they think the media is telling them the truth, then ask yourself why isn't the media covering and doing investigations on who and which banks are doing the banking for ISIS and their oil their oil deals selling oil. Right. Because they're selling millions upon millions of dollars in oil every day, and you know when a when a country like Turkey buys a a cargo ship full of oil, I'm doubting that's delivered in cash. Right. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's getting wired into a to a an account somewhere. Yeah, I mean it's just it's it's freaking bizarre world, dude. Seriously, and the stakes are so high in this. I mean, this election, whoever gets elected, ain't, ain't isn't solve anything. I mean, Clinton's a globalist, and I'm sure Trump can only go so far with what he's doing before he catches a bullet. So here's the thing. Um, do do they want Americans to revolt violently? I bet they do. I mean, that's anybody with one eye and half a brain is saying that's what, they, that's what they'd love to see. Um, veterans groups, uh, patriots, people with, with the, that are constitutionalists just saying, you know what? We're picking up our guns. We're, gonna, we're, we're done. We're done with this. That's what they want. Would how would the government react to a full-blown tax revolt? To everyone filing an uh, an extension right. when it comes tax time, everyone who pays taxes filing extensions and then making a statement, having a representative make a statement on citizens' behalf saying, "This is it. We're done. We're done. Our, we're no longer dealing with you know and make demands. The Federal Reserve has got to be abolished." Um, we have to go back to the gold standard, um, you know, a lot. Of, and then the, the globalist claws are out of America. I mean, just with those two steps. Um, and then we can start fixing things and getting rid of politicians and, and finding people that truly care about um, what's inside of these borders rather than than global control and all of its all of its resources. Yeah, I mean, and it's everywhere too. I mean, it's been and it started so long ago, back with your NAFTA and your GATT. Like they've been working toward it for a very long time. That's you know, I don't know, man. Yeah, because Americans. I mean, think about it. Up until, gosh, eight years ago, seven years ago, somewhere in there. I mean, I had trained NATO NATO soldiers before, right? I trained guys, guys from America who were in NATO and stuff, where I always thought NATO was was for the good, right? I hadn't I hadn't been educated on this stuff. Yeah, and I was pretty proud. That was a good feather in my cap at the time that I had trained some NATO some NATO soldiers, right? Um, but now that I understand what NATO has done in history, it makes it just makes my skin crawl. Well, and, and continue to do. You know, they're a part of this huge, you know, facilitation of terror. I mean, they're all they're trying to destabilize all these areas and c create all these, uh, you know, Western friendly countries. Just like um, we talked about, in, I think the last couple episodes, the, the the video or the statement by General Wesley Clark saying the countries that we're going to knock out in X amount of years. You know, this has just been the most stubborn one. But we've been talking about going after Assad forever. 
Yeah. And if you look at, um, you know, in Yemen, did they experiment? You've seen the video of the tactical nuclear weapon, right? No. Next to the mountain, where they take out some, some, uh, they take out some terrorists and you can see the sparkles. It's a, they, they believe it's a plutonium, um, it's plutonium particles releasing because it's sparkling, um, almost like fireworks going off. You would think it would be an ammo dump or something like that, but because of the intensity of the orange, that the column that rises, the mushroom cloud, mm-hmm. that's that's three times as big as the mountain that's next to it. There's no way, you know. I've shown this to guys who are former Navy SEALs, guys who have seen uh, daisy cutters and and J dams and everything else go off, massive, the biggest bombs we have. And I said, is that a conventional weapon? And, you know, the guys that I've shown to who are military experts go, absolutely not, man. That is, that, that is a tactical nuke. It has to be. There's no other answer. No other answer. So now they're starting to experiment on battlefields with that stuff in countries that you th- we're never going to hear about that. The, the media, um, mainstream news is never going to show that explosion on TV. They're just not going to. Well, in that same area, did you hear the other day, we're possibly looking at a, a possible Gulf of Tonkin 2 incident where uh, supposedly Houthi rebels fired upon a uh, a naval destroyer um, off the coast of Yemen in the Red Sea on, uh, I think it was Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And, so if, uh, if anybody doesn't know about the Gulf of Tonkin, that was supposedly the incident that got us into the Vietnam War, but we find out many years later that event never happened. And all of those people, Vietnamese and Americans, died for absolutely nothing. So there is a precedent of the fact that these guys will send our babies to war over bullshit. And, uh, you know, we'll just sit and take it, quite frankly, because, you know, Dancing with the Stars is on, Pat. <laughs> That's exactly right. Now, I've got three daughters, and they're talking about a draft. I mean, equal rights, by God. Now we're going to talk about a draft and include young women in it, right? Dude, you're not sending my kids to war. You're not going to do it. No. Not not when I know what the hell's going on. It's not it's not going to happen. And I also just got, very interesting, former SEAL commander sent me the transgender military handbook. Um, oh, yeah. Very, very interesting. I can tell you, it... It, it, what what first came to my mind is number one, people don't. I don't care what you want to do with your own body. I, I just I don't care. I don't care. But but we are taking valuable resources from war fighting. Okay, military is for one purpose, is to defend this nation. Right, that's what it was intended for. Now we've got all these social issues that have intertwined into this thing, um, that are that are sucking resources, making soldiers. Inefficient, making people lowering standards. Every you name it, dude. Um, what what are they doing this to our military for? Why? Why do they want to make us weaker on purpose? I don't doubt it. Well, they'd and rather be saying, socially saying, and politically saying, correct not, than you know the look. It's it, it's just look. If you can make it, if you can get through the standards, become a ranger, become a seal, um, make it on Delta Force. I don't care what you do in your bedroom. I don't care who yeah. you think. I don't give a shit, okay? Right. Stop putting all these tags on people. Um, and I think it's specifically to divide people, to cause problems. Oh, yeah. To cause problems and in inner workings of, of every facet of our society. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And like I said, the standards, like, no, I mean, it, those standards are there for a reason. You know what I mean? It's like to, to lower those for any kind of... Uh, political expediency or you know to make people's feelings not be hurt fuck that man i want the best i don't like you said i don't care i don't care how many dicks you have or if you have a dick at all like you know what i mean i don't give a shit (laughs) there's a reason though you know there's a reason that that a navy seal can can take a take a puff off his tank off his breather and swim the entire distance down underneath a tanker and up the other side right there's a reason he can do that there's a reason seals can hold their breath for eight minutes right exactly Uh, they're 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 badasses. They can do things that that 99.9 percent of society, even more than that, can never do. They just would never even fathom being able to do. And there's a reason those guys are in the positions they're in. So lowering the standards of of our special forces and military in general um, that'll bite us in the ass right there. That's some scary stuff, dude. How how are we going to defend our own nation if we were invaded? Imagine if we were invaded. How Red Dawn style, America baby. Is. Red Dawn style. <laughs> well, there, there'd have to be a few badasses step up. Let's put it that way. But um, 
you know, when I go through Chicago O'Hare Airport and look at the obesity and think, dude, if 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 terrorists came in here, there's nothing stopping them. I'm thinking, am I going to be the only guy running at these assholes to kick their asses and get a gun away from one of them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you know. Every, and then, I see everyone around me as sheep, dude. They're literally sheep. I, I remember I, I said something to uh, somebody who I used to hang out with about uh, me and my boy Hoop, whom you met, talking about our bug out kits. Like, yeah, hey, man, I'm going to add this to my bug out kit. Oh, that'd be good for the bug out kit. It's like, what? The dude was like, bug out kit? What the fuck, dude? Why do you, oh, you're one of those, I'm like, wow, dude, now I have to be categorized as one of those because I'm talking about a bug out kit as if, as if natural disasters never happen. You know right. what I mean? I it's mean, just like uh, maybe he's never heard of the New Madrid fault that'll level well, St. Louis. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, what do you? If I was on the coast, what about Hurricane Sandy or Matthew? I'm like, what about an EMP? Oh, an EMP. And it's like, okay, so the sun doesn't put out freaking coronal mass ejections that could knock down the grid. I'm like, come on, bro. You have fire insurance. You have car insurance. This is just another form of insurance that I here's, hope I never have to use. And here's here's where people have problems. I think um, believing what you and I say about things is they're generally good people. And they have trouble comprehending that there are people this evil who want to take over literally everything. This is what I was saying a couple of weeks ago. It's a testament to their humanity. And you're like, nah, fuck, I'm there. Like, I, I got what you were saying, but it's almost like they're so it's their ignorance is their ignorance is bliss, unfortunately. But they're just so blissfully ignorant. No, there's no way that could happen. You know, and I, I, I sometimes I wish I was like that sometimes because having this certain information becomes like. A bit overwhelming, but yeah, I, I think sometimes when you can't fathom how dark and deep this goes about them trading in children and people and blah 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 and pedophiles running shit, etc. Like, come on, there's no okay. Well, I'm I'm sorry. Like I told my mom, you don't have to believe it's happening in order for it to be happening. It's going right. on whether you recognize it or not. We're not fabricating this out of thin air. No, no, right. and it's we actually, you know we actually speak with people who are you know. In Intel, who've been in Intel, special forces people, people who've seen crazy shit, um, people who've been in government, people, you know, it's 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 well, not. It's, it's, here's what here's what bothers me, is you know, people in mainstream media know exactly what's going on, and unless you just get to the, you know, the 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 teleprompter dumbasses, right? But the producers and directors, they know what's going on, and they're they're putting up stuff that's given to them exactly. on the wire and and they're all just reading it a bunch of talking heads well i mean this is literally anything we talked about this and i think our first episode it's called operation mockingbird this shit came out in like the 40s of literally the controlling of the media any of your mainstream media is like you said is i mean you have special military you know people who are specializing in propaganda working in offices of your your certain news networks and not necessarily tv shows but a lot of times the narratives is provided by you know certain groups whatever you want to call them the military but they're entrenched in all of our all of our news why do you think you know all of our news outlets are owned by what four different companies now yeah basically basically now but look now up Operation Mockingbird, gang. Look it up. This is not me talking out of my ass. It's real. It's been around for about 70 years. It pretty much assures pretty much most of the news being controlled, which controls your perception of events. Now, why don't you tell them who's truly controlling the news? Well, always the Jews, Pat. I joke. I joke. <laughs> hey, hey. My agent is Jewish. Stop that. Yeah, I, I joke. You know, well, that's what they say. You know, Jews control the bank. I'm, I was, I was joking, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it depends. You know what I mean? It's, um, believe me, man. We're and we're gonna, you and I are gonna have a private conversation about this, and we are going to discuss this on a on a later episode. All I will just say is this to tease that is, Germany lost World War Two. The Nazis did not. Right. Yes. And that uh, that rabbit hole goes deep and is and is still ever present today. But we're going to speak about that at another time. Like I said, it's I don't, who controls everything. I don't know, man. I just know it is controlled, and I just know they're you know they're mind fucking everybody. Well, I, I know that the CIA had a hand in it at one time. I don't know if they still do. I wouldn't well, doubt that. Sure, but, CIA, uh, NSA. I mean, it's all it's all con- main, maintaining that social social uh, whatever keeping everything normal status quo like in keeping us you and i and other people who speak like this as someone something to be looked upon skeptically 
Yeah, the same, I mean, it's the same reason why a guy runs into where he was fired from um, in Oklahoma and beheads a woman and starts to behead another one before they shoot him and kill him while he's screaming Allah Akbar, and the mainstream media just says, his workplace violence. Yeah, I remember that. That was that was not too long ago. Yeah, so it's... it's yeah, like I said, folks, look that look that up for yourself, seriously. And another show, and I know you know everyone's attention span is that of a gnat, and I don't mean that to slam anybody, but you know everyone's busy, and I get it. But watch a show, and Pat, I'll send it to you if you have time. You have a lot of downtime sometimes in airports and such. It's called yeah. the Century or a Century, the Century of Self. It's like six hours long. There's like several parts to it, but it is beyond. It is like it is like a red pill. In the Matrix, it's one of those. It literally lays out pretty much all we just talked about: how your consent, even your dissent, is manufactured. Our perception of events is controlled. We talk. We go back to the modern founder of uh, public relations, Edward Bernays, who's you know really masterful uh, control of of PR. Really has been effective and still is effective today. So uh, a century of self. Go check that out. Look and up Operation this, and, and the thing is, as I sit there and I look at people, I go, "You think that this just happens by accident? All of this? You, you don't think that this is manufactured and created by the powers?" I mean, well, and that's so weird because it gets into people like, "Man, you believe in conspiracy, man? People can't keep a secret." No, you know what I mean? It becomes that like, "There's no way conspiracies are real, man." Well, that's people the thing is, keep they those don't kind have of to keep, they don't have to keep it secret because of right? the mindset of of. Citizen, the general exactly. citizen, going wait, they, they can't be. Real. It's so true, like you said, they they can almost tell us anymore, but we're so freaking stupid. There's no real, you know. Well, of course, there's a few of us out here, but the, the critical thinkers aren't aren't the majority. So it's like, it's they like can, what do you what do you mean they started World War Two on purpose? Right. In World War One, in the Spanish American War, the Persian Gulf <laughs> War, the Vietnam War. Jeez, why would they do that? Yeah, it's 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 like I said, it w it's really frustrated me because literally we're I'm like watching the debate the other night. I'm like these these are the two, these this is this this is the two we have to choose from. I know, dude. And I was sitting there thinking, um, and, oh, and WikiLeaks documents came out that Democrats, the DNC, was scared to death of Rand Paul because they knew Rand Paul would destroy the Democratic Party. He would r just plow right through them. And that's why the media never gave Rand Paul any traction. Never well, paid it's the same they did to Ron four years earlier. Dude, and the American people, you know when Rand Paul starts talking. Dude, I love hearing that guy talk. I, I gave a couple speeches um, and, and announced him at a couple different locations here in the Midwest. And, sit, and just holding conversation with the guy, he's so intelligent. And then listening to him address the crowd, it's, it's amazing, right? Mm -hmm. The things he knows. He knows the Constitution forward, backwards, inside and out. And to listen to that guy talk, he would destroy Hillary. I mean, all well, from a policy standpoint, he goes for he goes to the jugular. He know he's talking about yeah. getting rid of the Federal Reserve, ending the IRS. Like he's he's shutting down, you know, the the huge part of the economic machine, which and you know, placing it back a lot of it into the people's hands as opposed to making it so uh, subservient to government. Yeah, because people people uh, people in this generation and, and even my generation think. They've grown so accustomed to government taking care of things, right, that were never intended. And nowhere in the Constitution you can find all of these services and, and all of this control was never intended. None of it is constitutional whatsoever. And people have grown so accustomed to it that the next step won't even, well, gosh, why are they doing that? But, God, that sounds good because everybody needs health care. Um, gee, oh, yeah, and, and now Russia's. Russia's um, going to uh, do something to our election and screw it all up. And, and so, yeah, Department of Homeland Security should take that over from the states. Absolutely. Yeah, give them more more central control, you morons. Yeah, yeah. It, it, do you know Syria? Syria uh, Syria has social, well, whatever, it pays for everyone's health care and, and their, their school up to university, even medical and legal school? Is that through taxes, though? I'm not sure. I just heard. I didn't hear how it happened. I mean, obviously, it has to happen somewhere. I mean, that's a pretty rich damn country. But I, I didn't realize. I mean, whatever. It's really neither here nor there. But they, uh, yeah, they basically cover cover your health care and your your school up till. Uh, and, and I believe I believe Dubai does that. And and I would. I mean, they got so much damn money. I mean, yeah. honest. If if we were to, you know, what not to get into socialism or whatever, whatever, because it's not. We make it seem like it's a financial issue as well as a political issue, but if we cut this derivative bullshit and all this, you know, twenty-two trillion and all that, we could pay for that kind of shit 
ten times over. But all, like you said, it creates oftentimes a certain level of, of dependency. Um, but it, it, it certainly is and not a financial issue here's if we did problem. our books right. It's, it's, here's the problem is when people say, you know, I deserve free medical care. Well, where is it in the Constitution that you can force someone to to perform services for you when they're not getting paid what what they should get paid? Right, right. right. I mean, it's pennies on the dollar when the government's paying, right? Yeah, now, I don't know how not much. Not to those... say that medical care and and pharmaceutical and all of that isn't way too expensive, but my goodness, it's it's government government subsidizing this stuff to begin with that caused it to go so high. Right. It's a conundrum. But yeah, man, I, I find that odd about Syria. But um, yeah, here's here's that video here. I can't I guess I can't play the video. But yeah, leaked Soros memo: refugee crisis gives new opportunities for global influence. Mr. George Soros speaking on the uh, recent leak today. Uh, actually, no, this is actually from August. So this is a little bit ago, August fifteenth, two thousand sixteen. But yeah, just trying to exploit the. Uh, yeah. Immigra- immigration slash Trojan horse crisis. See, this is what, like, essentially Trump is right, gang. He doesn't explicitly say it. He kind of dances around it and says Hillary and Obama are the MVP of ISIS. Like, he doesn't really get into it like Pat and I are getting into it right now, but he's correct. We got, you got to vet them cats because they're bringing in, they're, they're bringing in some dude. They're bringing in cats to fuck some shit up here. Plain well, Germany, Germany just, just dealt with a guy from Syria who was a immigrant who they found what two and a half kilos of high I mean super high explosives in his in his apartment and he was getting ready to blow the hell out of something we don't know what his, exactly what his target is yet but um, you know this is the kind of stuff we're bringing in how many of those guys does it take to okay say 10 of them and they blow up 10 movie theaters on the same night what what do we have then well who's going to who's, who's sitting there saying I told you so like what the fuck did I tell you Who's going to movies after that? Right. Well, and, and, and honestly, in tandem with this, because you've been hearing it low these last several months, this lone wolf, this lone wolf. So you're going to have the co- a combination of this Islamic fundamentalism stuff with the whatever they're going to, you know, conservative, Repu- you know what I mean, with your lone wolf right wing, I guess they call it. They're going to have the mix of the two. So regardless of who did it, the restrictions are going to affect us all. You know what I mean? What's going to come down the pike as far as restrictions for this or that however it manifests you know we get scared because it's terror and we're like you know that problem reaction solution please solve the problem you created and you know please help us when they're you know creating the problem and we're just we're just losing out the whole time yeah creating the problem by funding terrorists destroying nations and then flooding the nations on purpose with more terrorists to get more control and we're at a precipice, ladies and gentlemen. The Russians aren't having it. The Syrians aren't having it. The Iranians, I guess, aren't having it. And again, this isn't a referendum or like my love for you know either side because whatever we we got we got skeletons on each side, of course. But we're reaching a precipice of this whole thing. And like Pat's alluded to in the very beginning, uh, Russia has sent in some pretty sophisticated anti-aircraft stuff, and we've been teasing this stuff about a no-fly zone for a hot minute now. The moment a plane gets shot down, a U.S. plane or a NATO plane, it's it's on and popping. And we won't even be Absolutely. talking about terror no more. Like you said, it'll be a hot war, no proxies. It'll be on. Everything everything getting leveled. It'll be, yeah, Aleppo will look like freaking like Chuck E. Cheese. Like it'll look like a Well, hell, Aleppo's place. already in rubble. I mean, it is, but that's what I'm saying. Once it goes hot, once it seriously goes hot, I mean, and it just – Again, folks, I, I say this out of frustration for real, man. I don't know everything, but I'm telling you what. This shit we've been fed about the nature of this war is a lie. Yes, there is some real Islamic fundamentalism out there, but like I said, they would not be near as effective as they are if you did not have the United States, Israel, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Turkey utilizing that to start shit throughout the world. Please wake the fuck up, man, because honestly... It's seriously to our benefit to know what's going on and hugely to our detriment to not know what's going on. Very dangerous, gang. Yeah, we got to yeah. get informed, man. And, and you know, I, I was sitting there listening to Glenn Beck today, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily a big fan of Glenn Beck all the time. I mean, he, he's, he's done some goofy stuff, um, you know, but, you know, he's, he's against Clinton. He's against, he's against Trump, um, you know, talking about Trump and making a big deal out of, out of um, you know what he said 11 years ago, and, and granted, look, dude, it's it's vile talk, 
Um, guys are guys. Many times guys are morons. They say stupid stuff. Um, so I understand where that could have come from 11 years ago when he was uh, bragging because he's a billionaire and, and can get all kinds of women, whatever. That's that's his ego. Sure. But, uh, you know, do we compare that to the stuff that, you know, where, where in this email Hillary, where they admit, do they just flat out say, I know she has begun to hate everyday Americans, but I think we should use it once the first time she says I'm running for president because you and everyday Americans need a champion. And again, I've said this before, but it says, I think if she doesn't say it once, people will notice and say we false started in Iowa. This, this woman despises you and I, despises right. everyday Americans, doesn't give a flying you-know-what about us. This is a truly evil person to the core. Now, Donald Trump may be a womanizer and a piece of shit when it comes to that, that neck of the woods in, in life. But guys... At least he's talked about protecting the borders of the United States. He talks about defending this nation against globalists and has even talked about doing something about the Federal Reserve. Um, exactly. so, so he, so he's, he's hitting the right keys, but, um, you can't compare the two. You just can't. You know, Got the you, right ta ta, but the wrong ho ho. Yeah. And that's the whole, the whole saying, uh, somebody put up uh, and I said, that is, Talk about hitting the nail on the head. If everyone is so offended by Donald Trump's language, who in the hell bought 80 million copies of, you know, what book? He got, I mean, what again, this isn't a referendum for Trump, but he got more votes in the Republican primary in, than in the history of the Republican primary. It's like, right. you can't, come on, man. I, regard, okay, you don't like him. A lot of other people do, and that's democracy, yo. Like, you know what I mean? To, Unfortunately, I mean, it's not complete democracy. It's not, you know, two wool or what is it? Three wolves telling two sheeps what for dinner. Um, right, right. That's, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I always like that one. Yeah. So does it, does it come down to, um, Americans finally hitting the tax revolt? Does it, does it, I don't know what we're going to do. A revolution? Man. What does I, it come down to? I definitely, like I've said before on here, man, it's definitely incumbent on us to vote with our dollars. I mean, if you like federalism or not globalism, then, you know, go that route, I guess. But if you like to maintain, if you want to know what's in your food, you know, you want to have a good relationship with your doctor, you know what I mean? Go Stay local, man. Stay local. Support local stuff. Don't support these big, local, uh, big, you know, global corporations that are doing nothing. But, you know, harm for the most part, because that's really the change has to come from local stuff, dude. Local politicians, local police, local farms, local, you know, it's for me, it's, it's all about supporting local, dude, because, you know, the beast has just gotten um, gotten way too big, man. Yeah. So and they, like I, I said, bench, they don't I, give a shit about us and they're about to lead us into a third world war. And again, man, I say again, please, everybody, just go look up some of this shit. Look up some of what Soros is talking about. If you're cool with it, then if you want federal police, cool, then I guess it's no no point in it. But you're being made to fear Islamic terrorism and give up these rights and TSA and let me check your shoes and sniff your butt. When, in fact, everyone, this is man, being manufactured and fear okay. is on the table all day for you to consume. And we're yeah. just consuming it while, while the information, the real information to liberate you, if you will, is out there. You're just choosing to not be informed, and please, man, Operation Mockingbird, look that shit up. Yeah, look up. And people, should, people should educate themselves on the convention of the states, also, because that's that's one of the uh, one of the few ways, also, that that the states can take back power from the federal government and minimize the federal government and take a lot of those bureaucratic agencies out of the hands of the federal government. Tenth Amendment, and, baby. Just, Tenth Amendment. Take it back to the states. Right. Absolutely, and that's the convention of the states. You've got Texas on board, a lot of other states. You can look up the list of the states that are on board. You know, if your state is not on board, call your call your representatives and start raising hell and say we want to be part of the convention of the states because that might be the only thing um, that that actually works. And you know, at some point, the federal government trying to sue all the states and the federal and the states going, we don't, we're not even coming to court. We don't even care anymore piss off well and again we've talked about this before man that the feds have 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 almost blackmailed the state so huge you know such as donald trump says such big league just um, an education alone all of it man education the police stuff i mean it's just there's, transportation there's, roads it's huge man it's huge so like all the states really are kind of under the thumb of the government anymore but um well 
I don't know how much more you have left, Pat, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and drop this right now because she said she's down to come on, and we're going to set this up. Pat and I have been talking about this young lady for a long time, and pretty much she's going to echo all of these sentiments because she used to be an FBI whistleblower that was fired after 9-11 for pretty much, she speaks four different languages, and as a linguist for the FBI, she uncovered some serious shit. And when she brought that to, to the attention of uh, the FBI head at the time, Mr. Robert Mueller, uh, she was fired, and she was uh, had a federal gag order placed upon her for a few years, and then once that gag order came up, she started running her mouth. Former FBI, she's a whistleblower, former FBI linguist, Sibel Edmonds, is going to be on the show very soon. Um, I can't exactly say a date, but I'm telling you, Pat, everyone... Okay. Lock yourself in, ladies and gentlemen. Go online, check her out, look up, because uh, we're going to talk about it. If you might want us to do a little homework, Sabelle Edmonds, Gladio B. That pretty much is this whole program of all these state-sponsored terror and some of uh, what they're into. She gets into the Boston bombing real big and how uh, the Boston bombers' Uncle Ruslan was married to a CIA head. And uh, there's a lot there, man. So Sabelle Edmonds is going to come on and blow everyone's mind yeah, she will. She <laughs> is, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'll try to hold back my crush too, because I've had a huge crush on her for a hot minute. But her, she's she's hey, brilliant. Cool, cool your jets, Spike. Yeah, no, she's she's brilliant, man. She's absolutely brilliant. So we will definitely keep you posted on that. Um, you got any more, champ? I'm good, buddy. This I, I vented long enough. I think we got it out of our system. I know, dude. Time. I'm sure I'll probably have pretty more and just wander around because I've been I've been that's exactly what I've been doing. I've just been venting, kind of chopping at the bit to get this show under the belt because uh again ladies and gentlemen we don't know it all but we definitely know what's not going on check out some of the stuff we talked about operation mockingbird century of self uh what do you got there pat any any other any other things you want them to research do some homework on this week yeah you know just just uh convention of the states and uh george soros check out some of these WikiLeaks about george soros him wanting to federalize the police them talking about saudi arabia they just say saudi arabia and qatar but i'm telling you it's saudi arabia qatar pakistan israel and the good old us and a and maybe yep. a little bit of UK funding ISIS, destabilizing shit all over the world, gang. I'm telling you, they're selling you fear. What is it? They're, they're selling you a uh, sewer rat and saying it's pumpkin pie. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, I'm done. I'm done. I'm we done. are done, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, this has been the Conspiracy Farm. Peace.